And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpets. Joshua said unto the people, Shout for the Lord have given you what? How many would shout with me right now? Come on, let, let's shout unto the Lord right now. Come on, give a shout unto the Lord. I want you to notice something here. They have not yet got the promise. They had not got it. Now we're going to title this, this promise this morning. Let me read you something else here. They're not going to put this up there, but Second Peter 1 and 4. Are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption of this world. How many are glad you escaped the corruption of this world? I want you to shout again. I want you to start coming to church in the when you come on Sunday morning. All you Sunday school teachers ought to get here a little early. Make a little round trip in your class and shout the Lord is glory in this place. Come on, let's shout again. You hadn't got the promise yet, but you're going to have to shout before you get it. I've given you a promise and it is yours. Glory to God. It's already yours. It belongs to you. Put on your happy face. Don't put on no sad sack. Something good's happening to us today. Shout. For the Lord had given you great and precious promises. Well, Brother Billy, I hadn't got them yet because you're not shouting. You got to shout. Sometimes you got to be silent, but sometimes you got to shout and go after your promise. It's already there. It's waiting on you. Where did the chief physician live? Inside of you. The chief of all doctors, Sister Jody, lives inside of you. Sister Linda, your doctor is inside of you. He knows everything. There's not anything that he does not know. So we're going to start some shouting. You say, Brother Billy, I don't shout unless I feel it. Well, then you ought to feel it. You ought to shout to get the feeling it. Amen? Because it's fire shut up in your bones. We went to a missionary conference one time, blessed that person's heart, just blessed them abundantly. They had wore me out time they got through preaching how the devil is wearing out the saints. I was wore out hearing all that wore out. That's the trick of the devil to wear you out where you won't be effective in the kingdom of God. If he's got you wore out, he's got you exactly where he wants you to. You ought to shout right now, I am not wore out. I'm alive and I'm alive forevermore because the living Christ lives inside of me. We are a live of people, lively people. Joel says this, be glad. How many is glad this morning? 
I'm not trying to pump you up, but we need to get pumped up on the Holy Ghost. We need to get pumped up on our salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. And remind me, when I was a kid growing up, you couldn't buy tires. Have a flat on the road, you got out and jacked it up in a little ratchet-like jack and jacked it up, took the tire off, broke it down, fixed the tube, put it back in there and put it back on there and pumped it back up. It took a lot of manpower to pump that tire up hit like this. I'm telling you, God don't want us pumped up. He's already put something inside us to keep us alive. Shout. He said, be glad then, you children. It's found in the book of Joel, the second chapter, verse 23. Be glad then, you children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain, the moderate rain, and he will cause to come down upon you the rain of the former and the latter rain. We're living in the latter rain time the best time that any Christians have ever lived. Well, brother, we got a lot of problems. We got a lot of God to worship. Amen. Why don't you lift your hands? I want to help us out this morning. I want to help you out this morning. I want you to break that old sail off of you. Hallelujah. I want you to get loose and worship God like he deserves to be worshipped. He deserves to be honored. Amen. If you want a blessing, start worshiping God. And notice what else he says here. The floors shall be full of wheat. The fat shall overflow. That means the riches with wine and oil. Now notice this. I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. It goes on this canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm. My great army which I sent among you Ye shall eat in plenty. Hello. Am I talking about Thanksgiving now? I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. You shall eat in plenty of the living Word of God. And it goes on to say, Be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dwelt wonderfully with you and my people shall never be ashamed. If you lost anything, I want you to shout hallelujah, I've got it back. I've got it back. I want you to start shouting about your health, I'm healed. I'm not going to be healed, I'm healed by the word of God. How many believe we need one another? Joshua was in the battle, in the valley, losing the battle. Moses and his brother Aaron and his brother-in-law heard were standing up holding up their hands and they got tired and had to, Moses had to sit down but they still held their hands up we must hold up one another when they're in the battle because they need to come out of that valley shouting and praising and giving God glory and honor which is due him amen it's due him he said shout Come on now, church. We need to start shouting. Shout. He said, shout, because I have given you the land. I've given you exceedingly great and precious promises. Shout. Shout. New Year's coming up. 
When I was in the service, we celebrated it a lot different than we celebrated today. <laughs> Thank God. But we don't need to wait to New Year's to celebrate. You don't need to wait to Christmas to celebrate. We need to celebrate every day that we're here on this earth as shouting unto the Lord because the promises that he's given us exceedingly great precious promises. He cannot lie. It's yours. But you're going to have to get up and go after it because he's promised you some great dynamic thing. Have not yet received it, they hadn't. But he told them, says, you're going to have to shout. You're going to have to shout. How many believe you're going to have to shout? I love some examples in the Sunday school lesson this morning. You take Ruth, she was a Moab. We won't go back in her background. But she went and gleaned in the field of Boaz, which is a type of Jesus Christ. She was gleaning in the corner because that's where they had to glean if there was a foreigner. They had to let them just glean in the corner. I want you to know there's no victory in the corner. It's a dog-eat-dog dog trying to get what that little grain is in that corner. But Boaz looked up one day and said, Who is that woman? I want you to know God has his eye on you. He's got his eye on your families. Don't be discouraged because your family's not here. Be encouraged because they're on the way. They don't know it yet, but they're on the way. All of your family's on the way. You ever promise in Isaiah? says, I have saved your children. There's some things we pray in for, Charles Finney, the greatest evangelist they believe it's ever lived on the face of this earth. He said, if your prayers is not being answered, get down on your knees and ask God what's wrong here. I need to get answered. How many of you need an answer from God? Then get down on our knees like God says and call upon God. Sister Rhonda Squaller said in the class this morning, God gave her an answer this morning when she read her morning devotion. Reading your Bible daily will keep you from sin. Not reading it daily will get you into sin. Because that's the living word of God. Boaz says, I don't know where y'all feel what I feel today. I didn't just come up here this morning. I tell you, I come up here yesterday shouting, feeling good. Who is that woman? To his chief servant. said, who is that woman? My eyes, God said, is running to and fro to be good on your behalf. That chief servant says that, that roof, that mobile. <laughs> I tell you, the world got a different name for you, but I tell you, God got a different name for you. Amen. I know Peggy says, I need healing. I want you to start going through that house and shouting, I am healed. You say, brother, don't do like some people tell me. I don't say anything I don't feel. Then you'll never feel the healing power and the blessings of God if you don't learn to say it when you don't have it. Is that all right? Sure, that's all right. Amen, myself. He said, who is that woman? He said, that's the Moab. That's the Moab. He said, i tell you what you do. You let her follow behind the gleamers. Get her out of the corner. How many glad that God got you out of the corner one day? 
He got you out of the corner and said, you've been in this corner long enough. I want you to come into my field. I want you to glean in my field. And he said, Ruth said, don't you go to another field. You stay in my field. Don't you go drink no water over there. You drink water where these servants of mine drink water. I've got my eye on you. i got a blessing for you. He said, and then he told the reaper, said, you let over, Lord, 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 help us. Come on, church, help us. Let on purpose handfuls of blessing fall in her pathway. I want you to know that God has laid in our pathway handfuls of blessings every day of our life. Handfuls of blessings. She gathered up so much, Sister Linda, one day. She had 30 pounds, if I remember correctly. Can, I don't know if there's a woman in here can carry 30 pounds or not, especially in your apron. She carried that home, and Naomi said, where did you get that? She said, Boaz. How many glad Boaz looked your way one day and got you out of the corner, put you in a place where a handful of blessings was just falling on you, praise God. She said, well, this is what you've got to do. How many know you need the advice of other people that's hearing from God? We're not the only one that hears from God. I read the other day about this guy said, I've been sick so long. I was sick, and they didn't know what was wrong with me. I was sick, sick. I said, finally, I went, was impressed. How many know impressions come, a good impression comes from God? Amen? You don't always hear God say, this is God, and I'm speaking to you, and I want you to hear me. He doesn't always speak like that. He doesn't always speak like that. I want you to hear and go do what I said to do. No. Sometimes all oh, voice. That's when we got to get quiet. Get quiet. Got to be a Samuel speak. I'm listening. He said, I want you to go to this. I just feel like running up and down these aisles this morning. I tell you, I feel good. I've been doing some shouting. I've been doing some shouting. Oh, come on, church. You start doing some shouting, you're going to change. Well, I, I just don't feel like it. Get up and do it anyhow. Hallelujah. Paul said, I buff my body. I make my body do what I want it to do. I don't let my body tell me what to do. He gets up and goes to this other town, and the Lord said, I want you to go to see this other man. He said, I didn't like that man. I didn't think too much of that man. <laughs> Mother Clayton, he said, I wouldn't prefer that man. How many know in the house of God there's gold of vessels and silver and wood and hay and stubble? But said, when I went to where that other man was and told him I'd come, the Lord had sent me for him to pray for me. said, when he laid his hands on me, bam, I was healed. When you hear the voice of God and obey the voice of God, and Naomi gave some good advice to Ruth, I want you to go wash yourself. The one the Lord hears has got clean hands and a pure heart. That's who God hears. If you don't have a clean hand, that's why he's treating other people. If you treat other people wrong, have ill feelings about you, I guarantee you your prayers are going to cut off. You cannot have all ill feelings about anybody and get the blessings of God. Go wash yourself. Hallelujah. Then change your clothes. <laughs> Ch 
change your attitude. Thank you, Brother Kim, for what you said about the mind this morning. Your mind is created in the image and the likeness of God and fearfully and wonderfully made. Change your garments. Then anoint yourself with oil. She's got to wash, got to change her garments, got to anoint herself with oil, and then go and lay down tonight. Because Boaz is not going home tonight. He's going to stay in the harvest field tonight because the enemy is going to come tonight because it's harvest time. Was that what Gideon was? The enemy was come. Listen, the enemy is not going to bother you very much until the harvest time. When you start getting close to your miracle and what God has for you, I guarantee you better get ready. The devil is going to jump on you. And he's going to bring some more help with him. But thank God, thank God, the greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Come on, give him a shout. Give a shout to the devil. The greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Paul said, I labor more abundantly than any man on this earth. But not I, but God Almighty is inside of me. He's doing the work. Hallelujah. She washed herself, changed her clothes, anointed herself, and went and laid down at Boaz's feet as he slept that night. How many are glad that Jesus is in the harvest time? I want you to know he's here. He's every day here in the harvest time. This person said the other day as she was riding with us, said, when I go to town, said, I drive the streets. When I go by a place of business, I say, Lord, bless that business and cause it to prosper. Wherever I drive, I say, Lord, bless that business and make it to prosper. said, I love my church and I drive by my church. She was talking about this church. And I say, Lord, bless that church. Come on, why don't you give God a shout? You may not have got it yet, but it's promised it to you. It belongs to you. Your health is promised to you. Hallelujah. Start shouting, you're going to get a raise. Come on. I heard Tudor Bismarck preach in Houston one time at a conference. You remember that? She looks after me. She said, I'm going to go down there and buy some of his books and give you. Wasn't that sweet? Oh, my goodness. He said, every American ought to move to Zimbabwe and live a while, maybe a year. When you come back to America, you would get out on your knees and you would kiss the ground you walk on because that's where God is. And where God is, there's a miracle in your life. It's time for us as Christians of God in America to stand up and shout Blessed be the name of the Lord that's over my house and angels are camped about you. How many believe angels is all around you? Unemployment is 75%. But not among the Christians. They get in the best jobs. They get the best promotions. Oh, hello. Come on, cut you ought to shout. 
I've given you the land. It's out there. It's belonged to you. Will you shout with me? He said, shout, shout. What are you shouting about? You ain't got nothing to shout about. Oh, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Well, I don't feel it. Christians don't walk by feelings. They walk by faith. They don't walk by sight. They walk by faith. This too is going to come to pass. This too is going to come to pass. Amen. Sister Rhonda Elliott, I admire her so much. The dog broke her leg. Can you imagine your own dog breaking your own leg? Isn't, isn't that something? She goes up there. They said, we're going to have to put some pins in your... She, she says, you ain't putting no pins in my leg. Uh, it's, it's time for the church to get bold. You need to get bold before your problems. You need to speak to your problems and believe it. it's done. How many of you in here bakes? Do you ever look in the oven and see how it's going on? Do you look through the window or do you do like Peggy does? She'll open that door and takes that fork and pulls it out and sticks that fork in and see if it's done. Mm. We need to start looking for our blessings. Don't look that's coming down the road. I love that song, Brother Ken, but I'm sorry. I'm going to have to change that up. I don't want to hear that no more. I want to change it up and say the miracle is in my house. How many believe there's a miracle in your house? If you've been born again of the water, the Spirit, and the Holy Ghost, there is a miracle in your house. His name is Jesus Christ, and we need to shout with all of our might unto him for what he's done for us and what he's going to do today. How many believe he's going to bless you today? He's already blessed you abundantly by getting up out of the bed this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giants. Well, there's a lot of giants in the land. Sure, there's a lot of giants. We're going through a revolutionary time. We're going through a time the Lord could come anytime. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peggy had some friends come up for Houston. Never seen them, never met them before. One of them was six, seven. He just about had to duck through one of them doors when he went under. 300 and something pounds. Oh, what a mind that guy had. I believe it's X and Mobile has bought at least over 100,000 acres up there in Arkansas around Mag not up. Where is it? Right out of Texarkana for this lithium they're going to be drilling for. How long have we been praying for business to come in this part of the country? Huh? A long time. It's coming, church. It's all around us. It's everywhere you look. Prosperity. Caleb said, I'm 85. I am still well. Is anybody in here 85? Would you say, I'm still well able? I'm, if you're less than 85, can you say, I am still well able 
to take my mountain. I'm not going out in my own strength and my own ability. I'm going out in the name of the Lord because he has promised it is mine and I am going to get what's mine. I do not believe something good is about to happen. I don't believe that. I'm just sharing with you. Y'all probably won't fire me and run me off after the day. I don't believe that. I believe it's happening. I believe God is real. He's alive, and he's alive evermore. I don't believe what he done yesterday is gone. I'm Before long, if the Lord keeps leaving, I'm going to preach about from Hebrews. Today is the day of salvation. Not yesterday and not tomorrow. It specifically over and over says today is the day. So he tells them to shout, to shout, shout. Exceedingly great and precious promises. Amen. I think Brother Ken been reading some other type books because he said this morning he didn't believe we've yet accomplished what God wants us to have. One guy said it's never been seen what God could do through a person. Totally surrendered to him. Totally surrendered to him. David said, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard or heard his prayer. How many believe that God is hearing your prayers? Are you a God? Are you, would you just shout, God is hearing my prayers? I know God is hearing my prayers. I know God is answering my prayers. He said, I know this. I know this. Hallelujah. The Lord has given you the land. Shout. Shout. Let me read you something here. Acts 4 and 24. When they heard this, they lifted up their voices all in unity to God. In other words, they shouted unto God. And they said, Lord, look on us. Let me just paraphrase a little bit. Give us boldness so we be able to witness of you to a lost and a dying world. One of the greatest things that we'll ever do is to win a soul to God to win a soul for God. So these things, hallelujah. We talk about the patience of Job. I guess he had a lot of patience. And uh, I appreciate people pointing out some things one time. About all we know about Job's wife, that she what? Why don't you just curse God and die? Sister Linda, I remember something you said one night to me about that. She stayed with him. Can you imagine how she felt seeing her husband being eaten up with worms, worms 18 inches long in her body, in his body, eating up his flesh? And the Bible said he not sinned with his lips not one time during all that time when he lost everything he had. He was the most righteous man in all of the East at that time. He was the most wealthiest man in all the East at that time. He was so wealthy. But he said, though these skin worms eat my flesh, yet in my flesh I am going to see God. As he pulled him out of his body, he said, come on, church, when we're in the worst conditions of our life, why don't we start shouting to the Lord, I don't care what happens in my life, I know I'm going to see my Redeemer again. 
And after one year, an ordeal, praise God, God said, that's enough, that's enough. I'm going to release. Listen, I feel in my spirit right now saying to you, God is saying to you and me that this morning, I want to release you from your corner. I want to release you out of what you've been going through with. I've saw what you've been going through with. You've been faithful and upright. You have not one time sinned with your lip. I am going to release you. I'm going to double what you have lost. Going back to jaw. I'm giving you back what the woodworm and the canker worm and the pomeworm ate. I'm giving you back your health that you lost. I'm giving you back your finances you lost. I'm giving you back everything. Everything I'm giving it back to you. He had three of the most beautiful daughters in town. I tell you the doorsteps were full of men trying to get in because what God had done for him because he helped his integrity with God. Didn't say he shouted, but I believe he shouted. I believe he had confidence in God. Those things he had. I'm amazed at the word of God. Here's the ark. Has two cherubim looking down on the mercy seat. And inside of that ark, with ten commandments, and Abram's rod that budded, and the enemy stole it. I want you to listen to this now. The ark represents the two cherubim looking down, ten commandments on the inside, and Aaron rod that budded, a dry stick budding and blossoming. That's all that's in there. It is a representation, the manifestation of the presence of God. You are the temple of God. The manifestation of the presence of God living inside you. They stole that ark. The enemy did. And put it in the temple of Dagog. What's this? All the ark is doing just sitting there. The presence of God just sitting there. Church, while you sometime and don't know it, your God is working at night. Oh, he's working at night. <laughs> you may not know it and may not feel it, but he's working. Oh, and old day God f fell over. His hands and his head fell off. They got up the next morning and put him back together. All Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall, and all the king's horses couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Oh, they put him back together, but the next morning the ark just sitting there, them two chairmen, and the rod, the button, hallelujah, and the Ten Commandments just there. And all of a sudden he just falls over, falls all to pieces. You say, what's that mean, Brother Billy? The presence of God is in your life and the enemy that comes against you, he's going to fall all to pieces. He cannot stand in the presence of God where the presence of God is because you don't have to do anything. Sometimes just sit there and let the God of heaven that brought you out of the corner and brought you and let you marry into the lineage of the kingdom of God. How you blessed. You ought to shout Hallelujah. Where we come from and what God has blessed us with is beyond expectation what God is doing in our lives. Hallelujah. They get the ark back and they carry it down Obed Eden's house. How many are glad the day God came to your house? Can I have a shout? I was glad! 
heard when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I was glad the day I fell in that altar and got God forgave me of all my sins. Everything in his house, the ark is just sitting there. Well, I wish the Lord would do something. He's doing it. He's just sitting there. But it's a manifestation. Hallelujah. Sister Linda was going to clean out Aunt May's closet one time. I think she was about 100 then, wasn't she? Yeah, way on up in years. She's going to clean it out. She said, Linda, don't do that. I said, well, I'm cleaning it out. She said, I might need to wear that again before I leave here. Listen, come on, church. It's time for us to say I'm not ready to go yet. Hallelujah. And that ark was just sitting there. Whew. The corn crop doubled. Julie, you here? I see you back there. The chickens quit laying one egg a day and started laying two eggs a day. Deuteronomy woman 11 said, bless you a thousand percent more. Shout hallelujah. I'm blessed one thousand percent more. Praise God. It didn't say about anything he was doing. He was just allowing the presence of God to be in his life. I read the other day where this cow broke the world record on giving milk record. This is a record-breaking time. You say, well, I'm not fixing to give no milk. Well, anyhow, I want you to know that God wants you doubled up more than you can imagine. So we're going to have to learn to shout a little bit. To shout a bit. Amen. Hold up one another's hands when one another's down. Second Samuel 6 and 11 tells us all about that. It's also 6, it's 1 Samuel 1 and 5. Now listen to this. Acts 2. A rushing mighty wind the God of glory's power fill the house and the tongue was like fire flaming tongues of fire when we speak we ought to speak with authority of God our tongue is a sword a flaming tongue Amen. Don't speak on your own. Speak only what God gives you. And there they was in this house. Listen to something what Jesus said before he went away. St. John 14, 16. Jesus said to Nathan, Believest thou, and thou shalt see greater things than these. If you will believe, you'll see greater things. Than this. How many know we have not seen it yet? What God is going to do. Was that right? No, I got that wrong. What God is doing. What God is doing. Then he says in St. John 14, 28, Jesus said, I'm going to the Father. For my Father is greater than I am. Now, he said, I'm fixing to leave you, and I'm going to my father, but my father is greater than I am. How many got that? Now, I'm going away now. I'm going to my father, which is what? Greater than I am. So he goes away, goes back up into heaven where he came from, 14 and 12. Then Jesus said, he that believeth on me 
The work that I do shall he do also, and greater works for these shall he do, because I go to my Father, who is greater than I am. Then he said in John 14, 26, he said, Jesus said, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, and he shall teach all things and bring all things to you. Remember whatsoever I have said to you. Jesus is going away. His Father's what? Greater than he is. Is that what he said? He said, now Father's greater than I am. But what I'm going to, he's going to send back to you is the Holy Ghost, which is the Father, is greater than I am. The greater one is going to live where? Come on. Inside you. That's what he said. Now, the greater one is going to live inside of you. And that's why Paul said, I labor more abundantly than all, not I, but God in me. The greater one. Church, when we get a hold of this, what God has put in us, I tell you, the devil, he's going to run hide. Some people say, I wish I could run him off. You can, but he's going to come back. But you're going to be prepared for him, okay? You're going to be prepared for him. So the greater one lives inside of us. A greater anointing. The devil wants to mess up our mind. He don't want us to see this. He don't want us to see what we have. He don't want us to confess what we have. Acts 2 said the greater one has come. He's come as a rushing wind. He's filled all the house and filled the 120 that sits there. The greater one. Just recently, I'm going to close right there. If it had not been for the greater one, the Giles family would be having a funeral than rejoicing. I understand the child was dead. Is that right? Was dead. Oh, the church, the greater one. Oh, church, the greater one is greater than death itself. Oh, the grave is not going to be able to. I forgot her name. What's her name? Shanged in the choir down at uh, Sister Barnell. She's trained in the Baptist to learn how to sing. With that and with the Holy Ghost, that girl could sing. Ain't no grave going to hold my body down. Ain't no grave going to hold my body down. Because the greater one, hallelujah, has come. He's residing my life. I tell you, the greater one was there when the devil came to take a life. The life giver was there. Listen, church, in our hearts, in our souls, in our mind, there is a greater one. Come on, shout. The greater one lives inside of us. The devil don't want you to confess who you are and what you are in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I testified one time at, I think it might have been a, we used to have a fellowship meetings once a month. Some of them followed me on the outside and said, I would have never said what you said in there. 
said, what's that? Testifying the way you did. said, the devil going to get on you. He, the devil's got you convinced. He had that person convinced if they testify of the glory and the power of God, he was going to get on them. So they wasn't going to do it. Listen, when you testify the power and the glory of God, the devil's going to pack up with his little imps, and I guarantee you he's going to leave your house for a season. Speak with authority that he's given us. This company changed insurance policy. One man would not sign it. They tried for every level a supervisor sent him to do to get him to sign the new policy. He said, I'm not signing that. He said, well, you're going to have to go see the head man. So he went in there and Head man said, sit down there in that chair, please. Shifted that policy over there and said, sign right there on that, on that line right there or are you fired. He took his pencil out and signed on it. He said, why didn't you do that before? He said, no one has ever explained it to me just that way with authority. That's the reason I signed it. I want you to know when you get authority and speak to the devil, he's going to tremble. He's going to have to, church, come on now, he's going to have to leave you for a season. Because the greater one that lived in Jesus is now living in us. And he's going to leave for a season when you start speaking to him. We have something to shout about. We have something to praise God about. The greater one. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, the apostles of old would love to be where we are today. How I many you know the angels would love to be where we are today? They saw it afar off, the apostles, and they embraced it. We are so blessed to live in this age and this time we're living in. So blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed every day of my life. I wonder what would happen if we would start going through our house every day saying, I am blessed. I am blessed. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometime when I was working, walking across the yard, I'd be just talking to the Lord, and some people would ask me something. Dupree, who are you talking to? I said, I'm talking to the Lord. We ought not to be ashamed who we are. Oh, I'll tell you, church, we got something to be thankful for. Out of 8 billion people in the world, his eyes, Sister Linda, is running towards you. They're running towards you. I want you to keep praying for your dad. Call his name. Hallelujah. One day you'll see him. Oh, you got a promise from God. Got a promise from God. Gina was small. She playing one day. She got grass stains all in her dress. Just all in her dress. This person said, your mama going to get you. She said, my mama will shout that out. Back then, they had a shout you could put in that washing machine. Any dirt was in there, shout it out. Listen, we need to shout it out, praise God. Get out of here, devil. Get out of here. You've got no rights in here. 
you don't belong here. Speak with authority. What's God work? God bless you for being here today. God bless you.